Hello friends and welcome to a special episode of Misconceptions. I'm your host, David White. And this episode is uh, it's a little interesting because this is our end of the season wrap-up discussion. Uh, so if you have not finished listening to season one yet, I suggest you go do that. Uh, in case you are concerned with spoilers, because we talk a lot about stuff that happened in Season 1. But anyways, this is a fun little episode. Uh, We wanted to give you a chance to hear our thoughts on Season 1, and also just to talk to each other about Season 1. So I'm going to stop talking, because this episode is kind of long. Enjoy the show. I don't think your dad has the attention span to listen to anything. He listened to six episodes today. Wow. So what level is he on now? Six more than... When I got home... What level is he on? Did I say what level? Yeah, you did. (laughs) What episode is he on? Um, When I got home, we were on the roof of the pound. So... (laughs) Still pretty early. So he hadn't listened to any episodes yet? That's like, I think that's episode seven or eight. I think he'd listened to like two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think seven is how much is that Billy in the window and eight is out of the pound. (laughs) Very nice. So you said you didn't get an appointment for her, but you got her on the list for cancellation. Uh For a grooming? See, we need a haircut before we go to camp because it's gonna be hot and you could die. Thank you. Oh, I just pulled you in the eye. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're so <laughs> It's okay. You still love me. Why don't, do get, you, like, why don't I get notifications water? Like, what is your on when Mid's Conception Podcast post stuff? What? Um, I never get Have it. you. I liked it. Uh, follow it. Oh, I'm not gonna follow it. I think. There's <laughs> a lot of I, I don't think that's even, what you have to do. I don't follow any anything on Facebook. But this is literally your thing. <laughs> I'm not going to follow my own thing. I, w- I won't follow myself. Okay. <laughs> no. No, Facebook, it's because Facebook's I'm algorithm is garbage all now. all day long. It used to be fine. What I know you, you can say? hear this, Facebook. <laughs> Get your act long. together. Maggie, say hi to the public. <laughs> She's like leaning away from the mic. <laughs> I don't know. Say woof woof. Oh, oh, oh. Say I don't do that. She did it at one time. Yeah. One yeah. little one. No, don't, no. Ow, ah. Woof. Woof. You're, you're terrifying our dog. Right? She's not terrified. Are you terrified, Maggie? <laughs> Her eyes say everything. Wait, wait, wait. Hold it back up. Hold it back up. Hold it. Hold Maggie, the dog. <laughs> Got a good side glance. <coughs> Are the mics set to... Yeah, go ahead and talk a little bit. I'm going to get water real quick. <coughs> All right, now you're just rubbing it in. That he can drink water and you can't? I don't understand. <laughs> that he has running water in his house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh. And I should be back on by one tomorrow. So. That's insane. It's You're just insane. really frustrating that he's just like, oh, by the way. 
Right. That's what bothers me. If he would have said something like, you know, earlier today, like, hey, I'm going to be coming around. I might have to turn the water off so that a plumber can come tomorrow. Yeah. So or people- even like, a, hey, I'm really sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah. yeah. Like, even just like some professionalism would be great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh. Salty. She is salty. Yeah. I told you, gotta get salty. So, life. are we are we ready? This is going to be our uh, just a roundtable, freeform discussion ab- about the season we just recorded of misconceptions. Um, talking about burning questions we have about like what's going on, uh, theories that we have, um, what your character was thinking about, where they're going to be going. I mean, I, I have a few questions written down. Um, Y'all can also ask each other or me questions, uh, but I just thought it would be cool to do a uh, end of season one wrap up discussion just about the season, um, and we can also do our geek out after the credits or geek out during the credits. But I guess for this, it will be geek out during or after the season. Um, but anyways, yeah. So a lot of stuff went down, uh, and I just thought it would be cool to get it on mic all of our uh, our thoughts and discussions so let it be known that he doesn't have the gm screen up so he officially feels like he's what part is of this? the show yeah no i can't I like sitting that. at the, the same table as y'all i don't like it i thought you were just a headless <laughs> creature do you want me to go get the shield creature? so i can hide no, behind no it. that's not that doesn't it didn't cover his head creature? yeah damn it <laughs> oh my gosh okay we need to do some grounding techniques before we begin tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so does uh, How was that? does anybody have a question to start it off with? I do, I do. Okay. okay, I did. <laughs> I want to know what everybody did last episode. Oh like, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't know what anybody did. Yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Do we want to just go in the order that it happened? Yeah. Who did I okay. get first? Me, Tessa. Was it you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one, I, like, was sure that... Um, okay, hang on. Let me back up. No. Cut all that. <laughs> I'm cutting nothing for this episode. Oh, gosh. Oh, God, this is going to be no. the longest episode ever. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm going to focus. So... Oh, I clapped in the mic. Sorry about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, maybe I'll cut a few things. <laughs> um, so... David didn't like preface what was happening. He just said like everybody leave the room but Tessa. So I like thought that he was going to tell me some like super secret thing and then call everybody back in. So during the entire time he was like doing stuff, I was like waiting for the punchline of like okay, like what's happening now. Um but I so Faye like went home from school I believe. And then um like was just like sitting in like sweatpants on the couch watching tv and had a knock on the door and like opened it and of course like i knew who it was but Faye did not so that was really hard to play um and it was jesse and she was like saying that she just moved in she, she needed a light bulb and so like Faye was like hesitant to let her in and like went and got a light bulb and came back and then she like came in and or she asked for a drink and so there was like no getting out of it and i had to like let her in um and as I was pouring the drink, the dragon came off of her arm um, and, like, attacked me. 
And I saw the reflection of it in, like, the fridge mm-hmm. and, like, saw it coming. So I was able to, like, kind of prep for it so it wasn't as painful as it could have been. Um, and then there was just, like, this massive fight where I got beat up a lot. Um, she was really, really strong. And she, like, her line was something along the lines of, like, you shouldn't have worn the flower crown or something like that. Which, like, dang it, I really liked the flower crown. Um so yeah, that was it. I don't know. Did I miss anything big? Uh, no, that was basically it. And actually, I I love splitting up the party. I know it's like the taboo thing to do with like D and D and any role playing game, but as a DM, it is fun. <clears throat> and I also think whenever you strip away everybody else and you focus on one character for the narrative, I, I mean, it's just fascinating to me because then you get to see who that character really is you know the middle school posters characters who you are whenever nobody else is around well i think that's true and so whenever i asked you all to leave i was really interested to see exactly who your characters were and how you would react to these different situations and i also asked you to leave so that you wouldn't tell tessa what to do whenever she was encountering jesse uh because i knew i i I figured you would know who she was even before like you saw the tattoo or whatever um but I, uh, I don't know. I I knew you would know, but your character didn't know. So I wanted you to do, uh, you know, like character knowledge instead of player knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I think you did a really good job with it. So thanks. That was really fun. It was fun. It was challenging, but it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. You also just manhandled her, and I guess we talked about this off mic, um, but like we didn't use any of your injury tags for that fight so you probably because what were you at what was your injuries at um i was one take away from a five okay so you're i would have been out yeah um so you would have you should have been like applying a negative four to all the roles Mm -hmm. that you're doing but i think in the end it worked out fine um, if you want to know what the end was, you should have listened to the episode that was released alongside this one, our finale episode. So uh, if you haven't, spoiler alert, go back and watch it because we're going to be talking all about it. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I'm fine with how it worked out. Well, and we like forgot to add a power because I had gotten three oh, yeah. attention. So maybe yeah. it bounced itself out a little bit. Maybe if I would have had that power, it would have been. Yeah, that's true. So you had a, you had a theme improvement that you hadn't chosen yet. Uh, and then here in a little bit, whenever it becomes appropriate, we'll go ahead and pick what your next theme improvement for that theme is going to be. Cool. Um, yeah, that was fun. Uh, who is next after Faye? I think I went and got Zach. I'm pretty sure th- it was Zach. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, Ren, what happened to you in your, uh, your one-on-one? Had a very intense conversation with Deja. Didn't go well. Um, she was obviously upset uh, that um, my <laughs> intimate sounding phone call uh, wasn't actually uh, anything at all, uh, or any, or anything that it was. It sounded like it was going to be, uh, and so so yeah, we had a very intense conversation, and then. Uh, she decided she's just gonna do work and not have any relationship with me Uh, so that was fun and then two guys showed up at the end of the work day which I knew (laughs) was going to be uh, people but of course my character didn't Uh, and so 
Ren try to have a very casual conversation, and then they shoot um, blades out of their arms at me. Oh. So. Like, shoot them. Not, like, tattoos, but, like. Well, I mean, it was, like, tattoos, but the way that it was described was they kind of just, like, Spider-Man shoot them out mm. of their arms. Hmm. So. So it was, it was a very intense battle. I was actually surprised that I survived. Yeah, he... I don't know. He just rolled spectacular. Like, they did nothing. They walked down the hallway and got destroyed. <laughs> Even with, nice. like, the tower shields in front of them, it was just... It was an absolute massacre. <laughs> yeah. What did you... What was, like, the the moves you did? That was I was using because they had gone into my office with tower shields and so i would shoot and of course nothing would happen but i would shoot the side walls nice. and it would go and it would bounce and it'd hit them and i would and i also rolled i think one dynamite uh and then also like a 10 plus and so there was there was no point and so then i tied them up but then like bill called me and was like hey we need to find um esther and i was like got two guys in my office tied up and so very um batman-esque is i'd kind of like drag them outside my office put a little note on them and then called the police and left yeah jesse's still in my apartment <laughs> like knocked out in your apartment nope oh well no bill I, punched her and knocked her out oh that's right that's right yeah. that's right Did I? yeah she's just she's held to the wall by flowers <laughs> it's cute <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I guess I called Esther, right? So Esther, what happened to you? Oh my gosh, it was horrible. <laughs> so I'm at the bar, like trying to fix things, and James is there. And then James goes to leave because it was the end of the day, and two guys show up, and my dice did nothing. <laughs> like I was already beat up because I'm always beat up, and then like I was rolling like ones. It's like I shoot at him, but I don't even get close. It's cool. <laughs> like they both just like beat the crap out of me and so then you know I got carried off so then he takes me like the scene opens up and I'm like waking up from being knocked out and I'm in the casino but I don't realize where I'm at and then there's the guy and he has his back to me and I thought that it was gonna be my dad so I was waiting for that and then he turned around and he's like he has a bolo tie but there's a skull and I was like whoa so I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That would have been crazy if it was Morty. Yeah. I thought that's what I thought it was. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not prepared for this. But oh. yeah. Oh, just Ar Jeremiah. But it really sucked because they like, I was pretty much out. So it's great. Yeah. They took you all the way up to a five. Yeah. And then Bill. And Jaime, I think I actually edited this out of the episode. But, like, when you came and sat down, you're like, all right, before we go, like, I have a prediction oh, no. about what no, happened to no, everybody. I didn't predict anything. It was wrong. I mean, it was super wrong. <laughs> Tell us your prediction. I don't yeah. I don't remember. Do you remember? Um, I mean, I was right that they were all in danger. Yeah, like, you were. Yeah, yeah. I knew. I, I just didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. Uh, I think your predictions were... I said Jesse was coming after somebody. You might have. I don't remember. Yeah. It was a week ago. Um, anyways, um, you said Faye was lectured by the principal and like something happened. Yeah, at I thought work. she was going to lose her job. <laughs> yeah. Like... Um, 
and then you said something happened between Ren and Deja, which I guess that was true. Yeah. Uh, and then I think, oh, you said uh, Esther like did something with the coin or something happened with the bar or, yeah. or something like that. Um, but anyways, Bill, what happened to you? Um, I got a call from Jeremiah to pick up a package in the park, <laughs> which is weird. Uh, as I was walking through the park, I was like, David, are there at least flowers that I can stare at? <laughs> um, and then a I w- mice and men. Yeah. Reference. And then l- I'm looking for the package, knowing out of character and in character that like something is wrong and going to happen. I'm just not sure what yet. So I'm trying to figure that out. Um, and then I'm walking into a deep secluded area in the forest and I'm like, okay, <laughs> Calm down, mom boss. Uh, and then, like, one of my coworkers shows up, and he's like, I'm sorry. I was like, you're going to be, idiot. I didn't really say that, but I said something. And I got jumped by, like, it's like five um, guys. It was four of them, yeah. Four. Yeah, and I wasn't sure. There's something that happens in video games and, like, any game, really, that I wasn't sure if it was happening or not, and it's... Uh, like you're meant to lose you, you aren't meant to win a fight for the uh, purpose of narrative so I wasn't sure if I was supposed to like go down and uh, end up you know being a part of the story so I was like oh I just have to play it how I would normally play it <laughs> and I barely got out alive by like what the, I did just enough damage to like finish somebody off at the very end yeah and then did it did one of them say something um, about like my th- my friends or yeah he he said some cryptic comment about like he said that before he was gonna fight though didn't he or did you say it after no he just said that like I'm sorry I have to do this you know he has my loved ones too and yeah. then, like y'all fought and stuff um and then like after you had piled them all up in the middle of the forest <clears throat> he was like he said something about your friends like your yeah. friends are in danger and then you went sprinting off and then I called Esther in, did her thing with Jeremiah, and then the episode was over. Um, and yeah, you were saying like about the video games, like is this like in video games? Sometimes you have like the determined outcome, like at the beginning of Mega Man yeah. X, like mm-hmm. you fight X, part and of the he game kicks your butt, uh, and you're like not supposed to win that fight, but you can still play through it. Um, but like this game is all about you know your character and what happens like i throw choices at you i throw challenges at you and then the future of the story changes uh i actually thought whenever i planned this all out i actually thought Faye and rin were the two that you that been in that bill and esther were going to have to rescue um and it totally wasn't it was esther um which i thought was great because uh, then y'all called in Javi, uh, and I did not expect to have Javi in this climactic episode, but then it really added something to the episode. Uh, your interactions with him, like him getting angry with Bill and driving off and you finding his car and being like, oh, he's going like guns a-blazing or whatever. Um, so, I mean, that's just like the cool thing about City of Mist is like I, I plan and I have a story in mind, and then you change it. Uh, because no story exists in a vacuum like the characters have to act and change it uh, and so I think the City Mist RPG like does a really good job with that um, and and something I need to do better at 
is like giving you more agency in the world and not necessarily like invoking uh, tags in combat or something like that. Like when we play Demons at Cross End, you just like introduce characters. Like you introduce Roger Rabbit, the PI that was helping y'all. Y'all introduce the uh... Kevin. <clears throat> Kevin. That was that was in <laughs> the edge of the Empire game. Um, but no, so like uh, Roger Rabbit, and then you like went to the police station, and like y'all y'all really built that adventure like we took it with the murder mystery and of course the uh well i'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't played demons in cross end but like uh you went from the murder and like figured it out but like you made the story your own and i think and i've realized this that like writing out what the characters are going to do is great when you're writing a story a novel but like as much as this is a story based game it's not a novel like it's a game uh and so very early on i was writing out like what i wanted to force y'all to do uh and then i came to the realization i was like that's not fun that's not what this game is supposed to be about so then i started letting you kind of drive the narrative more and things like that and uh and i want to do more of that in in season two uh I feel like that it's it's almost more work though, because like then you have to write the goings of the city, and then we have to interact with kind of how you see the city being, which isn't a bad thing, but it's like a, it's definitely a different way to look at it. You know, you are the city. Yeah, yeah. Well, like y'all y'all build the city, like right, right. Deja, Javi, James, Mister Smalls. All of these characters were not characters that I had planned out in the beginning, but they were created by you uh, because of your connections or like Deja was literally just like Ren was like I make a new hire now she's a big part of the story um, and I think that's great and I think that's like something we should tap more into in season 2 of course nothing like game breaking or anything like that like I found the flaming sword of Eden maybe not <laughs> but like I, I, I really liked how this season ended with the focus on Bill and not to say like Bill's my favorite character or anything but like it worked out with his character progression like you kept taking these cracks in your Golden Flamingo theme things were going to come to a head with Jeremiah and I really liked how that was the finale like that wasn't what I planned for the finale to be in fact I whenever I first wrote this I like didn't even have seasons in mind uh, but I thought that was a great place to like end season one and it came about because of one the mechanics but two of like the character building and stuff like that were you gonna if like any of us had gotten knocked out you kind of, you kind of hinted at that but like if any of us had not won our fight what if everyone had won their fights how would you have gone about yeah well if everybody won your fight then I would I would have had assumed that y'all had all come together and been like, hey, a tattoo dude showed up and tried to accost me. Let's get to the bottom hey, of this. Hey, Jesse was there. And you're like, what? Jesse? And then like, Jeremiah's coming for us. We need to go beat him up or something. Okay. Uh, so it wouldn't have been uh, like as emotional because y'all are racing to save Esther, yeah. which I also liked because like it all started in Esther's bar. Um, 
And I felt like Esther has kind of been the heart of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, one, because like she like kept Faye from leaving. Her mm-hmm. bar was such a central place for the crew. Um, so it was interesting that you're having to save, in a sense, your hearts or your heart collectively from uh, from Jeremiah. It was really cool, I said. I give a lot of props to Jaime, too, for just playing that so well. Yeah. And, like, being so emotional with it and, like, fully embracing it. Yeah. I was so frustrated. Because you couldn't do anything? Yeah, because, well, I mean, because I was already so hurt when we started the battle with them. And so then, like, we counted all of my points against me, which is fine. But, like, no, I really, I, I didn't mean that as a, like, whatever. But, like, it was, I just, like, the dice were not in my favor. And so there was nothing I could do. And I was, like, okay, when is somebody going to come rescue me? Like, I don't have anybody here to help me. It's cool. I'm just going to die here in my bar. <laughs> but. Yeah, and James is a another character yeah. that, like, just came out of it. And, uh, you know, then he led into the Mr. Small stuff and all of that. Um, and then, like, he had his, I guess he's had a few emotional moments, but he had a big emotional moment there in the bar with his his cussing and throwing the beer bottle and all that. Yeah, that was good. And then we sent Mohammed. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I haven't... Th- I've been thinking a little bit about what I want to do with season two and story beats and like things like that. Uh, of course, you know, providing you cases to explore, but then letting you kind of build the narrative, kind of how the, the latter half of, um, of this season became, um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of have an idea for, uh, what's going on with Muhammad and, uh, with James. Yeah. That could be interesting. Yeah. You're just going to leave it there, aren't you? Yeah, I don't... So you can ask me, like, things and questions, but I don't want to spoil a whole lot. I want you to be like, so who was the wolf or whatever? So who was the wolf (laughs) or whatever? I can't tell you that. (laughs) That will be revealed maybe at the end of season two or the beginning of season three. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, not going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. It, it, It depends on, like, I... I have my. Let's not be one of those shows that we were just talking about that ends on a cliffhanger because we get canceled. <laughs> well, We've seen I his don't face. think we'll get canceled. Yeah, you did see his face. Um, is it future Bill? That's what it is. <gasps> dun dun dun. So we need to kill Bill now. I feel like <laughs> you'd have Bill. tattoos and good luck. Oh, you would have <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> yeah, that's a frustrating thing about that character. Is like I made him to be an unbeatable badass. <laughs> But every time you meet him, you just like wreck him. Uh, Teamwork. This time was a little better because I mean he hurt you a little bit more. Um, I don't want you fist bump. Get that out of my face. Um, And like I don't know, combat in this is so weird because like I don't get to roll. It's it's basically like how well you roll is how well you survive the fight. Um. So that's that's just been super frustrating. I I guess like Bill is like a freaking juggernaut in combat. 
And so I just need to come up with like new interesting ways. Or maybe a spider? I don't know what that is. Oh shoot, it flies. I don't do bugs. Okay, it's dead. It's dead. It's dead. Get a Kleenex, please. What is it? I don't know. Oh, it's no, a I dead bug. It, I saw it climbing on the roof the other day, and I thought I killed it. But That's I hit it. Crazy. I hit it with the chunkla, <laughs> and then it disappeared. Why do you have so many? It's because a tiny bug. He's well, learning I, my ways. I touched it with my fist. Sorry, we had a bug crawling on <laughs> Carrie's mic. If no one was aware of that. Oh, can go. they not see us? Yeah, no, we we uh, canceled the video feed. Man, they would they would laugh it. so much more if they could see us. It's much better that you <laughs> hey, did you share that video you got? Zach took a video of your final scene with. Oh no, I didn't share it. Um, Jeremiah. No. Oh really? Yeah. Only, only a part. Though. Yeah, it's only like ten seconds long. Oh, cool. Because I was trying to get a video of. When you had like your arms like outstretched and you were doing oh, like, yeah. this really intense scene. <laughs> oh, like the slow. But I only thing. got like half of it, and I was like, "Well, oh, dang, that's all I really wanted." But then yeah. it like got better towards the end. Yeah, that was intense. Um, yeah, that was good. What were the questions you had, David? Um. Okay, so what was your favorite part of the season? Of the whole season. So we we've talked a lot about like the finale fight with jeremiah and jesse in the in the in the casino and things um but like of all the i mean it's the show that we've done so far so what was your favorite part of season one i don't know about my favorite part like as far as like in the story and all that stuff but and the listeners may not know all of this but we went on a trip um over the summer to last summer mm-hmm to um where Jaime was working and we recorded um at a church annex there and like it started like raining and it got really intense and we were like yelling and we were sitting in like in this booth and it was just like really cool like that was just the highlight of recording for me like it was just really cool really intense I can't remember what uh like what episodes those were I think it was the water treatment episode oh it was oh yeah that was so so intense but I just remember at one point like in character i was like screaming at everybody and it just i don't know it was really cool it was when we were um it we had had this episode it was when we were fighting the wolf mask guy first Mm -hmm. and we like had only rolled things like we hadn't talked to each other at all yet and then you were screaming at us to have a plan yeah and we were like screaming through the water treatment plan (laughs) who else uh was your favorite part of the season Talking about the dog pound, it still cracks me up that me and Jaime rolled so horribly to break that freaking window. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. how many rolls we did. We're like, so and dumb. we shoot the window. Yeah. It doesn't break. I think it was three. And, you know, looking, I come from a D&D Pathfinder background. Like, Very D&D mechanical. 3.5 was yeah. the first game I played. And you roll for every single thing you do in that game. And especially at the beginning, I had a really hard time breaking that habit of like, if you just wanted to look around the room, I was like, okay, roll investigate. And also I didn't really understand how to do the investigate. Like you're using it like a perception. Yeah. I was using it like a perception or an investigate role uh, to see what you see. Uh, So really and truly like there's a, there's lots of things that I look back on this first season and say, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done a better, whatever. Um, 
but like not being able to break out that stupid window. I should just you go up there, you break it. Okay, <laughs> now what do you do? Uh, but yeah, it it was, it was still, quite comical. It was so funny though. I mean, like I I would get it if we had to roll to make it quiet. Yeah, that's because yeah. because that was our first part was we, we were trying yeah. to make it quiet because you know yeah, and maybe that's what I should have done. Uh, like roll a sneak, sneak around. around. You yeah. fail. You break the window, but it's super <laughs> we loud. Try to break just one pane. <laughs> yeah, it all shatters. <laughs> And like a and like that also came up with like uh, some of Jaime's tattoos things, like uh, the infamous simple tool debate. <laughs> um, it's a simple tool. Yeah. So like, you roll it, but you do not succeed. You still create this tool with which to do this thing, but you don't get like the mechanical benefit for it. So you don't get the plus one on your next roll, but you have it. Go on with your next move. Um, instead of saying like you don't make it and you just have this lump of misshapen tattoo metal in your hands. You're like, all right, then I break the fire hydrant. Uh, so it, I mean, I just got to break that habit. I haven't played or I haven't DM'd a D and D game in a long time, but it's still like, that's the first game I played. So that's like the first game I go back to. Um, I mean, it's similar to how star Wars was too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everything we did, we rolled for. Yeah, yeah. And the thing I like about the Edge of the Empire mechanics is that, yeah, you roll for everything you do, but then, like, the way the dice work is, like, things could go any number of ways uh, because of despairs and threats and triumphs and things like that. Also, penguins, <coughs> starbursts. Yeah. 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 Tessa, we've played Edge of the Empire few few times. Uh, played through an entire adventure, and Tessa like never learned what any of the symbols meant. She was like, "This is a penguin." She knew them better than I did, though, because every time I rolled, I was like, "Somebody tell me what happened." <laughs> had the I triangle mean, they, and the penguins and the starbursts. And, admittedly, yeah. they are pretty confusing. There. Yeah. I think another moment that I enjoyed, just because I think it really frustrated you as a GM, was <laughs> when I reacted before it happened and I didn't let you throw that grenade. That was. <laughs> another moment <laughs> where so I had a very badass villain in mind doing a very badass thing and then you were like no he doesn't down. yeah I was pretty frustrated with yeah it. but it felt good because like he pulled the pin and he was like dismissively throwing it like you're not even worth my time and Kira was like I react before it happened and shoot them out of his hand but I was able to roll and succeed so yep, yep. Which I did not do for the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Jaime, do you want to go? Do you want me to go? Oh, I can go. Um, my favorite moment, scene, episode, whatever, sequence of events was the docks. Uh, because it was just fun. Like, it was just... Mm-hmm. We had to creatively think of ways <laughs> to get around things and, and to to be disguised and somebody thought that I was abusive. <laughs> and, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot of fun. The whole interaction. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What yeah. was her name? I had it written in my notes and then I dropped my phone and like lost all my notes from the past few months. Um, oh, I could find it, but it would take I think a it was like, time. I think it was like Amy Maldehyde or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you that's better believe she's coming back in a big way oh, in God. season two. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, honey. Is that man still hurting? <laughs> yes, it's just awful. <laughs> I don't know why I won't leave him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The doc scenes were pretty fun, uh, and even like all the way through the the way it ended with Esther having to decimate Bill, 
Wait, was that Esther? Or was that? Wait. Not no, Bill. she did that to Rin. Yeah. Like my control. Because Rin was driving the truck into the ocean. I was thinking. I wasn't driving it I into the thinking. ocean. Well, you weren't no. driving it well. That's <laughs> you were. Sure. You said, let's ditch it in the ocean. Yes. <laughs> exactly Verbatim. what you were doing. I was thinking oh Rin, God. but I said Bill. I don't remember oh, exactly what I did, but I remember I like took a. Like, I burned a burn tag yeah. to, like... You burn your Inspire Calm tag, yeah. Get him to not be an idiot. That was what we should burn the tag on. <laughs> Ran from God. killing us in the ocean. I wasn't yeah. going to kill us. We were going to jump out at the last second. Yeah. So that was really that well. that was a part of the story that I totally saw going differently. I thought you are going to fight the beast there in the, in the docks with, like, Jimmy the Butcher and all that and, like, deal with it then. Uh, because uh, dangers like the NPC characters has spectrums, uh, and whenever you like reach that spectrum, like he takes a three status in the hurt spectrum, he's out. Uh, he had a drowned one status, so I had planned for y'all to like somehow push him into the ocean or whatever because he was tough. Like I think for every every status you hit him with, he got to reduce it by two for three or two for free. Hmm. Uh, so he was going to be really tough to take down. So I like picture y'all fighting him here, throwing him into the ocean, like letting him drown uh, and, you know, beating Jimmy there. But then it didn't go that way. And then we got to like explore what was another poignant and emotional moment uh, and fight in the, the yeah, destroying the bar. You want something to happen? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I can't remember why. Like, I think you're y'all are kind of dragging your feet, and so I was like, "All right, so what are y'all gonna do?" And Des was like, "I don't know, David. Just tell us what happened." Yeah. I was like, "All right, I'll tell you what happened. The front break wall, the, the front wall blows open." Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! And I think it was Jaime that was like, "Wait, the wall? <laughs> don't you mean the door?" And I was like, "No, the wall." <laughs> I'm really sorry about that, guys. <laughs> I get really impatient. It's a character flaw. I just yeah. hope the bar gets put back together at some point. We'll gonna, make it happen. It'll We're going to go off. back to it, and then another enemy is going to destroy <laughs> it. It's going to be like Jimmy the Butcher still out there. going to react before it happens. The recurring thing. Yeah, so Jimmy the Butcher, another NPC, didn't really plan him for him to be anything. I just gave him a name and a an monster. acronym. Or not an acronym, a uh, an adjective, butcher, because it sounded tough, and now he like became this big old thing, and he's still missing. Somewhere. What if it turns out that he's not Jimmy the butcher? He's just Jimmy Butcher. <laughs> we like made him this big old bad thing, and he's just like Hi, this guys. guy. <laughs> no, he well, I mean, was like he is a molten. Oh yeah, hey. Mm-hmm. So y'all never discussed what you did in your separate episodes with Muhammad and Linda. I we did. Nope. Nope. I'm pretty sure we you did. Okay. You did not tell him anything about who you met, what happened, and we, we did no tell him who we met. We didn't as characters. No, the oh. boys even more so were cryptic about what exactly happened. So yeah, why were we also like? No, we told possessive. him what happened because I was. We were roasting Zach for just shooting the place up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's well, I also listened true. to that episode. Yeah. So I mean, if you had listened to the episode, maybe you, you gave me you know maybe you gave us a play by play or something. Um. I know you didn't listen to the episode, so we had to have given you a <laughs> Although I will say, the most encouraging moment of this entire podcast was after we finished season one, and Jaime texted me happened. and said, "I'm really proud of this thing that we're making." 
after I finish the liturgist, I'm gonna listen to it. Aww, hi, me. So a couple years. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> yeah, Jaime's notorious for not <laughs> listening to our episodes. I have other podcasts. It's <laughs> <laughs> like when so do we. We listen to multiple. It's okay. It's like when Joey I, I is being interviewed podcasts. by the by the soap oh, opera yeah. diet. Like, so which one's person? your favorite? Oh, I don't want soap operas. They're completely stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this close. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. So do y'all want to say like? Because I don't think you told them. Tessa hasn't said her thing yet. Do you want to do your favorite moment first? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> 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 <Sounds> so hurt. <laughs> uh, well, it kind of ties in. So my favorite thing was kind of the whole well. Not having us to slow you guys down. What? No. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. I will say that y'all worked like a well-oiled machine with Muhammad. Yeah, that was fun. I really enjoy playing with Christian. He did yeah. a good job. Yeah. Um. Not that I don't enjoy playing with y'all. That came out weird. <laughs> y'all okay. are wonderful. I don't enjoy playing with Jaime most of the time. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> don't even. Um. Yeah. The. I so I really liked the whole like beast sequence because there was that whole moment of like Faye rising up and like becoming a different person when she like became the beast. So that was really cool. Um uh, and that kind of led into Lisa, right? That's her name? Yep. Yes, her name was supposed to be Leslie. <laughs> and I didn't realize that episode. I did I had did the whole episode saying her name was Lisa and not Leslie. And it's frustrating because I found out what she was the rift of. Spoiler, she's the rift of the Leshy which is like this thing from Russian folklore, um, this forest creature. But I was like, man, I want, like, I need a name that goes along with Leshy, Les, 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 Leslie, Leslie. And like, it was this all day thing of trying to pick out a stupid name for this NPC that's going to only be in one episode. And then I gave her the wrong name while we were recording. <laughs> I was so mad. Close enough. Yeah, but anyways. Enough. But yeah, that was just really great. I think that was like a really good big moment for Faye as like character development. Um, and there was a really great scene where, like, she, like, wiped away, like, Faye's tears. Which, that may not mean anything to y'all. Um, but that's the thing that happened. Um, Faye's tears mean nothing to me. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, if you haven't listened to that, we haven't talked about it. So you yeah. wouldn't know what it was. And then, in the same vein, I just really like when the old women of the city are around. <laughs> so Agatha was was my girl, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. You pointed it out, and you're like... Why do all these old women know what's going on in the city? <laughs> and like, I didn't really realize that I was doing this. Like, these old sagely women are connected intrinsically to like the mysteries of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess I did do that. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I just like my grandmothers. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> that's so sweet. I make my, I make these old women into powerful figures in my story. I don't know. Yeah, no, they're fun. They're just fun yeah. to play with. I will say that if I could go back. I, I would like to keep Lisa one. I would like to make her name Leslie again. And, um, you know, whenever we do misconceptions, redubbed or re-edited or whatever, we'll like go back there and give ever fix it all. Leslie. Up. Uh, we'll be, <laughs> no, we're just going to re-record all our lines. Cause you know, oh. we have, we have all our lines written out in front of us on a script, right? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, making her, making her, keeping her this cryptic figure, but not making her so omnipotent because mm. like it it, it kind of made sense for her to like know some stuff about Faye because 
you know, the forest is kind of your mythos and that's directly related to her mythos. So kind of like this intertwining intersect. Um, but, but then I don't know, like she just, she just knew a lot and she might've known too much or more than she should have. Um, I mean, it's whatever. She was I a cool character. Well. Yeah. I think the most uncomfortable moment of the season for me was when you mess up your mic on this episode. <laughs> yeah, I've been hitting that pop filter with my knuckles um, every no, couple minutes. But when you, when I went up to, um, I'm not going to remember his name because it's late and I'm tired. Uh, James? No. The guy that gave me the coin. Oh, Carmine. Carmine. And then we were like having this conversation and I couldn't figure out like what to say. <laughs> yeah, that was, was funny. So after like, you started your conversation, you turned to everybody and you're like, what am I actually doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then we just like stared at each other a lot. Yeah. So I edited, <laughs> I had to edit out a lot of awkward pauses and like, because I didn't, again, I did not expect you to just walk up to Carmine Giuseppe, but uh, I knew that you had to have irrevocable consequences for doing so so i was like what do i do to make to give this like scene some weight yeah uh and i would now like to point out that both our male <laughs> audience not audience cast members have just gotten up and walked away from the table so. for snacks. It's snack time yep yeah not true. <laughs> i'm making my voice sound really far away i'm a good ventriloquist uh, you're, not. you're in the kitchen ask before you eat people's candy you can eat our candy but they set it out for us. No, they didn't set it out for you. Technically, that is like the, the guest candy. Like, we keep our good candy in the pantry. <laughs> so, like, you can have the chocolate stuff. I'll put my stuff there. You can put your stuff there, that but I don't put it your there. stuff. Oh, that's from school. Yeah, you can eat that. No, it's not from school. That's a candy bouquet that I send you. Oh, yeah, it's put from it school. Back, Zach, put it back. No, you can have it. He won't eat it. But it's just like acknowledge that it was a sentimental thing. It was a very nice thing. I really enjoyed okay. it. I would eat like one candy every day after I would eat my uh, my protein meal. They were delicious. I know you don't like chocolate, but it was the only sweet thing I could think I of. I liked it. You. I really do like the, the Butterfingers and uh, what was it? I think Twix and Kit Kat. I ate those. I don't think there's anything left. Oh, wait. There's no. There's one Kit. Kit Kat. Um... Yeah, so anyways, back to the thing we're doing. You, you didn't even have to blast us. You were in the middle of, like, expressing. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> what were you going to say before we went back to my favorite thing? Um, oh, I was, I was going to say, like, do you want to tell him about Leslie? Lisa. Oh. But you did, because that was, like, your favorite moment. Great. Perfect. Um, that. Yeah, so it worked out well. Um, all right, anything? Why are some of these unwrapped? Because I so here's the thing: they were hot glued to a styrofoam ball, which oh. was itself hot glued on top of a Coke can. Yeah. Okay. So I had to tear all of these packages of candy off the styrofoam ball, which then in part tore all the packaging apart. So that's why they're all crammed together in a Ziploc bag. Got it. Um, is it really bad that we're eating during Yes, it is. So just get away from your mics as you're eating. <laughs> Good thing Jaime already does that. Zach started it. 
Yeah. True. <laughs> it's whatever. Um, so any any uh, any other things, questions, talking points that rose from that? I mean, I, I just like the, yes, Sessa, <laughs> can I help you? Is my talking annoying? No, and I'm sorry. I just like shook my head. No, we're good. Like very aggressively. And you were like, I just think. Well, it's like what I do whenever we go out to eat anywhere, right? The waiters, the waitresses come and they're like, do y'all need anything? I'm like, nope, we're good. And then everybody else is like, actually, no, we need a lot of stuff. You haven't brought my food yet. I, I don't know why I always take over the waiter waitress conversations. Now we're good. Everything's great here. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So what were you saying, Zach? I just think it's interesting the way that we develop Deja's character. Mm-hmm. Um, of course you do. <laughs> what are you insinuating, Carrie? I don't know, but we just stared really intensely. Was, anyways. I'm sorry that I really like David and that we share a love couch. There we go. <laughs> I always forget is. about that stupid love couch. <laughs> And y'all laugh every time. It's funny. <laughs> and you bring it up every time. Oh, man, I got a piece of chocolate stuck in my throat. <laughs> now that's funny. That's why you don't eat and record, but... Yep. yep. You're breaking my like number pigeons. one rule of podcasting. My favorite character is Luna Lovegood. You mean Linda Lockwood? Same thing. <laughs> Luna Lovegood is here. Yeah, okay. Oh so, uh, Oh, you know this. It was a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say that like every time and David's like, please. Saturday. Linda Lockwood. That's not my name. Um, okay, yeah. So what? what is everybody's favorite NPC? Uh, Jaime, you like Linda Lockwood's your favorite? No, she's garbage. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I guess we won't ask this Baby's question. Baby's a nice woman. I, well, I guess it's kind of obvious who my favorite NPC would be, but it's Hobby. Yeah. No, and all of you that him. are like, oh, I don't think we should trust him. <laughs> I still don't trust him. <laughs> well, y'all are wrong. <laughs> he saved our butt. You're welcome. And he stabs us in the back. We're going to blame you. Yeah, he's going to be the mastermind behind all of it. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I know it. He's not. Y'all are all wrong. He's the magician. I created him. <laughs> okay. I did though, right? Yeah, I you came did. Up yeah, with him. Yeah, that was a. Like That's your, because your, I like Castle. Yeah, your dad's old buddy. Yeah, so who is Hobby based off of? Um, that would be Hobby from Castle. Yeah. If you want to guess Javier our episode, Esposito. that's cool. What? Oh, are you saying that you want the actor who played Hobby to guest star in an episode? Sure, why not? Okay, so he's our second guest star that we requested. The first being Stephen Amell. <laughs> when did we request Stephen Amell? I mean, I'm okay with it, but I'm just wondering when we requested it. It's, it's, it's the Green Arrow, Tessa. Right. We. This is deja vu because <laughs> we said Stephen Amell, and you're like, "Who is that?" <laughs> you're like Green Arrow. You're like, yeah, oh, no, okay. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, somebody. Nathan Fillion is welcome to guest star as well. All right, so we have three, three, three uh, guest star shout outs. Um, wait, if we're choosing guest stars, can Zachary? Guys, seriously, you're making so much noise. <laughs> I'm gonna say guest star of me. Thanks. No, hon. Zachary Levi, because he's grand. Cole Sprouse. No. Yes. As as Jughead. <laughs> Always Jughead. 
Anyways. So other important NPCs <laughs> or favorite NPCs that you have? I mean, I liked James. I mean, he was good. Mm-hmm. But I have an NPC that I'm looking forward to meeting. Ah, yes. Bounty Mountain. He's been hinted at. Mm-hmm. Um, Not that she got the hints, but... <laughs> no, she didn't get them, yeah. but... <laughs> I don't know if we talked about that on mic either. I don't know. But, like, Tessa totally <laughs> didn't know. Like, even after the end of the episode with Muhammad, she did not get the significance of uh, the little John of uh, license plate... Uh, <laughs> or anything like of him being a bear. Yeah, because you know in the Disney movie, Little John's a bear, so Muhammad transforms into a bear. Him being the rift of Little John, and yeah, so all that went over Tessa's head, and so like, I think Carrie had a reaction, mm-hmm. and Christian, of course, because I told him you're the rift of Little John, and you work with Robin Hood. <laughs> um, he was like, eh, and we like all looked at Tessa, and she was just blank, expressionless she was like, staring. She was like. <laughs> What? I was like, end of episode. (laughs) Maybe he's a really big fan of Will John and he's side boys. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, I do actually really like Linda Lockwood as a character. Why you like her? Yeah, she's cool. Because she brings interesting views to the table and she's willing to push against us Mm -hmm. whenever we're wanting to do things a certain way. Yeah. So she's not just like, she's not just someone who like goes along with the flow. She's like this independent a character. She's not a yes man. Yeah. I would probably say that of pretty much most of the NPCs. Really? Or like that they push back? <laughs> yeah. All the NPCs push back? Not all of them. Probably not James. What are you trying to say? Is he two dimensional or something? Well, he, um, just, he just doesn't have a type A personality. Crap, what's his name? It's not the one that Jaime played, it's the other one. Declan yep. Deacon, so you're talking about Deacon? Yeah, the lawyer. he he didn't push back. Yeah, we literally walked in and was like, "Can you guys take us to the gala?" And he was like, "Okay." But he was, <laughs> yeah, but he's like a pushover. That's like his character, yeah. right? His boss walks all over him. It's kind of sad. sad. We should help him. I really like him. Yeah. We should kill his boss. We should stop killing people. Well, where you left, he was bleeding out in the middle of the <laughs> oh, convention yeah. center. <laughs> Oh, Nuh-uh. Yeah, she you, stopped. Yeah, you'd stabilized him, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just shoot at your 12 year old. Take it <laughs> back. That's what mom said. <laughs> okay, so um, where where do you want to see things go in the future? Either well, for the podcast, for your character, I all of you to say or in life. I was like, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, not in life. Life I'm not sucks. ready for that. Let's talk about the podcast. Thanks. Um, Houston. Well, I feel like Esther's still like really up in the air with all of her stuff. So it'd be good to like figure out what's going on with the coin and like her dad and stuff. Because it seems like that's all kind of been put aside a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'd like to know what happens to my family. I was concerned like so after the thing it was like so does he not have a chance of getting his family back now he was bluffing but Jeremiah's like dead dead right yeah that Bill buried his knuckles in the dude's chest he's dead (laughs) hope you can find another way 
<laughs> She's in full Esther mode right now. No, I'm serious. Huh? Yeah. I'm, oh, go ahead. I was confused because I thought Jeremiah was the devil. So I was really confused when you actually killed him. Mm. Yeah, so he started out as a rift of death that like had worked for death but then like left to do his own thing uh but then whenever we did the character recreation session and we were like oh our characters need to be based on you know established mythology fiction things like that um who was he then was he jeremiah yeah oh um he was because the god is like the god of life he he was a Mayan god, yeah. um, which I think was obvious by his use of like a Mayan weapon and like transforming into like this elongated Mayan monster thing uh, in the finale. I'll just Google it. Um, oh, yeah. I guess I guess it won't hurt. Uh, I mean, just Bill. I don't think he'll be able to know this unless he, he does like specific research. But he was the rift of. Uh, and I don't know how to pronounce it because I don't speak Mayan, but Yum Simil, Y-U-M space um, C-I-M-I-L. Uh, yum, yum Chamil, Yum Simil. Uh, yum Chamil sounds a little better, but the, he's a god of the underworld, basically. So he he was a Mayan god of death. Hmm. Uh, so he went from just being like death to being more specifically the rift of the Mayan god of death be, to reflect uh, his connection to Jaime. Um, yeah. Well, so he's the rift of the Mayan god of death. So the Mayan god of death still is out there somewhere. Well, see, that's like how the city works. So there's like this plane of existence, which mm-hmm. is a city. And then there's like this um, mystical realm up above, the ethereal plane, as it were, where all of these stories exist together, but they're picking people down on the ground to manifest their stories through. So Yum Chamil may have other rifts in the city. Um, he may not. Uh, that's going to be something that like we explore in season two. Um, there are many entrances to the after death or the afterlife. I could become Davy Jones to save my family. You totally could. You could you could burn your mythos and get a new mythos. That is, I mean, there's rules for that in in the rule book and things. So that could be something really cool to do. Um. Who hasn't gone? Where do you want to see like the story, your character, things going in the future? I know I raised my hand, but it was still really shocking when all of you looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just answering that I hadn't gone. I wasn't actually ready. Go ahead. Um, I mean, Dave and I have talked about this off mic, but I definitely want Ren to... Um, I mean, he's w- with the... Um, with my logo or with with my tags and stuff i'm definitely moving from a small time business to like a mid-range size business and so i definitely think in season two uh for ren it's going to be an interesting balancing act um juggling act and whatnot between um this possible relationship with deja the business and then also uh the crew um, because like th- this season, I spent a lot of time working on the business and trying to improve the business and 
like I really want to make it beneficial to the crew, but I definitely think it'll be beneficial in some ways, but I think it'll also be um, negative. Yeah. Because uh, it'll take a lot of my time away from improving the crew, like with the van, like, you mm-hmm. know, improving the van and making it um, just like super fantastic. Um, I think it'll definitely take away from time that I could be doing stuff like that too trying to make a name for myself yeah um yeah like whenever we first came up with these characters i secretly kind of thought about who your mythos was before i really understood how riffs and you know player characters worked and things like that um so i kept it a secret from you um but uh and i don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast or not or even if i mentioned it to all of you but like you're a rift of the future Mm -hmm. um and so like just this amalgamous future uh you know think of all the future movies that you've seen like the future is manifesting through you um what that means exactly like what is the future's goal uh we'll have to explore in season two because i haven't really pulled on uh your mythos and pitting you against your mythos and things like that and uh something i would like to see done in season two is like I said, giving you more agency with driving the story forward. That is, um, you. So I activate your weakness tags a lot, and I say, you know, take a fade or a crack in this. Uh, but actually, like the main ones that do that are supposed to be the players. Uh, like you're supposed to be, I think this conflicts with my theme. Uh, it goes against my mystery or my identity. Uh, so being aware of your own themes and your mysteries and your identities and being like, Hey, I think we're acting in such a way that would conflict with this. Um, so next season, I would like to see y'all activate those more because it obviously it was really exciting when Bill lost his golden flamingo theme. Uh, it was the climax of the uh, season one. Uh, so pitting yourself against that, putting yourself, well, I, I guess I come up with the situations to do that, like whatever, but you are the one to interpret it like, Oh, that means this to my character. Um, and then another thing is the crew theme, which we are notorious. I don't think we used it a single time this whole season. We might've used it once. We used it once. What'd y'all use? I don't remember, but we used it once. you know, uh, we gave it attention, um, but like, what is it, Conspiracy Buster? So it is finding out the truth is more important. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even know what page it is. I was just grabbing stuff. Uh, I think you have the Conspiracy Busters, which is finding out the truth is more important than our personal lives. We use surveillance equipment. And won't get, have, yeah. we use won't get fooled again, I think, because apparently we have two attention on it. You do have attention so because funny. I know one person, I think it was Faye, during the uh, geek out during the credits, used her question to answer that. Um, but I, I don't know. That, that theme needs some cracks because y'all have been, uh, I guess you've been sacrificing a little bit for the truth. Uh, but also I think we just kind of picked that because it was like an easy pre-made choice. Um, and I would have rather seen a, like a more custom crew theme that worked exactly for y'all like having a the van tag or having a the meeting place uh, I don't know that when we picked our like crew theme that we knew that we could 
create our own. Yeah. I don't know that I do that. Oh, maybe I didn't make yeah, that I clear. That. Oh, okay. Well, then that's on me then. Whenever we were doing our character recreation, I guess I could have been like, all right, now we can create a crew theme, which would happen just like creating your character. But also, I think by that point, we were like, all right, let's get back into it. So Yeah, probably. We're ready to start recording again. Um, yeah, so I, I can't really... I haven't answered any of these questions myself. Um, but looking forward, I don't want to say like what story beats and what reveals and what mysteries and things I have in store in mind for season two. Uh, mainly because I haven't exactly come up with what I want to do with season two yet. But... Um, improving the quality of the podcast so I'd like to add more music and sound effects in season 2 because I did a lot of that in the first couple of episodes and uh, I kind of forgotten about it until one of our listeners commented on Facebook and was like hey I love like the sound effects that you add it makes it feel like a radio drama and I was like yeah that was like one of the things I wanted to do like I wanted to make it feel like a radio drama but that just takes so much time like scouring the internet for a rock hitting a trash can mp3 file is such a chore uh but like adding more music adding um sound effects and things in the background like people talking or rain falling or something like that uh i would really like to do that to improve the show's quality in season two <sighs> but it's all just about time and money that's what it comes down to So donate to our Patreon. Yeah. Shameless well, plug. Patreon plug, yeah. If you've made it this far in listening to this, though, you probably are already donating to Patreon. So thank you. I guess it's true, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Kit. <laughs> <laughs> and many others. Okay, so, I mean, the last question I had written down was what was the best moment and what was the worst moment for your character so far? And actually, this is a question from Amit. So, oh. what was your best moment and your worst moment? So, uh, was it happies and crappies? Mm -hmm. What was your highs and lows from this season? What were your happies and crappies from this season? What, my, my low point was whenever I had a sore throat and I just couldn't interact with everyone. It was really frustrating because like, it just threw me out of character because I just couldn't yeah. speak. So, that was really frustrating. I don't know if that counts, but that's just like a, an aside while everyone's kind of thinking of stuff. Yeah, sure. I think one of the, like, I don't know, best played moments for Esther was in the episode where I dislocated my shoulder and Bill popped it back in. And, like, I don't know, I think it was played really well. Yeah. Like, all of y'all's reaction was pretty great when yeah. I was I think, screaming. I think Tess and I looked at each other whenever we did that. And we were like, oh. <laughs> so. That was good. That was yeah, that was good. good. The low is probably the fact that I almost died in the last episode. <laughs> so, you know. Not losing your bar? Well, I mean, that was, yeah, that was pretty low. But I feel like I've kind of beat a dead horse with that one. Okay. So. <clears throat> that was long. Sorry. Um, my best moments have had to do with interacting with, like, the rest of the crew. But, or actually, I really enjoyed... Um, whenever like you got revealed to my living situation and how my house is just a wreck and like going to sleep and dreaming about my family and stuff like that like that was pretty 
Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. But then, like, just developing as a character and then, like, falling asleep. Like, it just became usual for, or, or like, normal for me to fall asleep on the couch at Faye's apartment and then to just be like, all right, someone get it uncover or something. I don't know. I thought that was, that was probably, like, the highlight. Um, the low light was... I usually do really good in combat, but when we fought Jimmy the Butcher, I was getting wrecked. That was not fun. I mean, just whenever nothing's going your way, especially when you hate somebody that much. Yeah, that's probably on the lower side. I think the high point for me was when we're in the water treatment plant, the Arodon episode 13, uh, when we fought the wolf guy... And I thought it was kind of epic because I went to the office. I got my gun. I got Esther's gun. I like very like thematically like threw Esther her gun and then like shot the wolf guy. Esther shot the wolf guy. And then Jaime just like punched him over the edge. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just like a really cool fight scene. And of course the water treatment plant gets decimated. Yeah. Um, I do think very similar. The same fight that Jaime was talking about. I just got totally destroyed by that monster. Like, literally everything that I did in that episode. I tried so hard to, like, do something, and it just, like, horrifically backfired. So then I just hid in the <laughs> crack in the earth and ended up rolling really well to not get destroyed by the monster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Um... I don't know if this was a character high point, but it was a high point for me um, of like, I felt like the last couple episodes, I just kind of like really got into Faye and like reacted a little bit better to things um, like yelling in the car when we were trying to like figure things out. And I was really upset about getting, you know, falling from the roof. Uh, (laughs) And then my scene, my fight scene with Jesse, we didn't, like talk about what specifically I did but I think that's the most creative I've been with my powers Um, and that's always kind of been a struggle for me for the season is trying to think of other things to do besides like shooting vines and using banana leaves Um, Uh, and not to distract you but one of our listeners commented on a on Facebook and had the idea that Faye should make like bangles of vines so that Ooh. she could take, you know, her vines with us. Because I think he was listening to the uh, the episode where y'all first encountered Marcus Malcolm in the uh, the warehouse, and you had like the fifty feet of vines following after you. <laughs> and so he was like, "What if she had like bangles made of vines?" Oh, that's such a good really, idea. Yeah. I wish I could remember that guy's name. You awesome. talk about, it and I'll look it up. Yeah. Also, if I didn't have to carry around like my bags of dirt in my backpack, <laughs> I forgot that you did that. Oh my gosh, I remember the first time <laughs> when she's like pulling them out, and Esther's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it was great. I forgot about that. Um, I didn't have like a major fight where like Faye epically failed because she doesn't do as much combat as y'all do. It's just a lot more like assisting. Um, but I think a low point for Faye is just kind of, um, her uncertainty with everything and like trying to figure everything out and sometimes reacting, like overreacting to, uh, (laughs) Ren and Lynn that one time 
and like sure it was funny and it turned out fine but like she just kind of has like a random temper I don't know if that's making I mean, sense. I mean, you're fickle like nature, right? Like, sometimes yeah. nature is, like, beautiful and sunny, and then other times it's, like, stormy and windy and rainy. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Ooh. That gave me an idea. <laughs> Did you, do you have an idea for a new theme? <laughs> I do. <laughs> She's going to be Storm. That's, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like playing Storm. We have a Marvel game that we're playing on the side, and I'm loving playing Storm. Yeah, yeah. Carrie's playing, nope. Carrie's playing Kitty Pride and she's rocking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tessa's playing Storm and rocking that. And then our good buddy Christian, who played Muhammad, he's playing. Uh, he's playing Muhammad. <laughs> Muhammad's <laughs> part of the X Men. No, he's playing uh, Cyclops, and I think he's doing really good with that too. And then Brian plays Gambit whenever he shows up, <laughs> which is fitting. Yeah, <laughs> it is fitting. <laughs> Gives Gambit a lot of excuses to just disappear. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So, like, any, any other like, oh. The guy that recommended the uh, the Bengals, his name is John Myers. John oh, Myers. Yeah. He I really likes friends. Esther. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. John Myers. Okay. He, yeah. com- he comments a lot on City of Mist stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah, but he comments a lot on City of Mist, and I've noticed a good amount of misconception stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's a cool dude, that John Myers. Yeah, I need to think about that. I hadn't thought about carrying my vines with me. Or, yep. like, wearing them on you. Right, yeah. right. Or, like, I mean, well, I mean, what other ways besides a flower crown can I? Although, I don't know. Anyways. You could do poison yeah. earrings. Mm. Did y'all have, mm-hmm. uh, did y'all have like, any other points, questions, things I wanted to talk about from this season? Are we going to do help and hurt points? Or? We Yeah, we will. I'm just, okay. like, we're about Figure to do our geek out during the credits okay. session. Okay, we're switching. Uh, Wait, this isn't geeking out during the credits? Well, this is geeking out after the season, but we're going to go ahead and do our like level up thing. This is just like our chill hangout session. Yeah. I would like to say, because I didn't get a chance to talk about like for next season, Mm -hmm. what I want to do. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, But one thing that I really want to do is either get rid of my logos of Unstoppable Activist or like actually do something with it. How How would you get rid of it? Oh, I like, what, what would you do to take crack in it? What's your identity for that theme? Steal from the rich, give to the poor. Mm. Okay. Hmm. It's just interesting. I literally didn't touch it all season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did anyone have like a a theme they didn't use a lot or like a power tag they never used? Mm. I didn't use as much of my for such a time as this with like the... Ah. Um, I don't know, delving into my dad's mystery a whole lot mm. after the beginning, mm-hmm. but I'd like to get back into that. Also, side note, a really fun thing was when we role-played with the Esther and Faye getting their dresses for the um, gala. That was fun. It was fun. And we actually found dresses on Google that <laughs> we'll have to, like, I don't know, post pictures somewhere mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, whenever that episode comes out, we'll need to post a... Uh like this is Faye's dress and this is Esther's dress. Yeah. So. I wasn't allowed to use my gambler a lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> you gotta know. You always when shot to me hold down. No wind Because they're too vague. No risk taker. Everything I did no was a risk. <laughs> I got off we didn't talk a lot, mm-hmm. like with mm-hmm. enemies, so I couldn't talk my way out of anything. Well, I figured that would come up a lot more. Like, 
I guess it came up early, like whenever we were trying to convince yeah, the people at the docks. That one. But it's it's totally something my character would use. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, sly card dealer. No, a sly card dealer never got used, ever. Not once. Well, I might have used it once, but it was. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready to do um, a leveling up? Or Rin, did you have one? Um, no, not really. I mean, like the one that I used less often was the hacktivist one, uh, which was, I mean, I use high tech laptop, but like data mining and planting a virus. I used some during the beginning of the season, like with um, the water treatment plant and with the police department. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really didn't use the other two tags. Yeah. All that much. Yeah. Because there just really wasn't a time and place to use them. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and maybe maybe next season, like, we can find places to use those themes and power tags. Um, or, you know, we your characters can evolve and get new themes in their place. Uh, I mean, that's the cool thing about City of Mist. Like, your character doesn't need to and really shouldn't stay the same from the beginning to the end. Uh, like, they should change and morph into you know kind of a different person either going more towards your logos or more towards your mythos mm-hmm. um yeah because i th- i definitely think the hacking part was part of the maybe a good part of the bio before this i, I think it was like an important aspect but i don't think it's maybe it's not as important now so yeah. anyway geeking out after the credits yeah yeah so Everybody go ahead and take a, a move sheet. Look at Geek Out during the credits. And, um... There's multiple. It's okay. You don't have to fight. Let's, uh, let's do this thing. <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a long time. So that's why I'm so ready. Um, but I want to give, like, ten hurt points... Oh, to Ren. Damn it. <laughs> well, you can give one. But uh, why? Because literally the whole episode, Faye was having to be like, Ren, we're on the same team. Like, there was just like, she like pulled him aside and the whole like Deja thing. And like, I don't know. They just throughout the entire season, like never found their stride. Literally ever. So they were... They were at their throat, or at each other's throats, like, all season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, marriage. <laughs> no. Yeah, this does not have any reflection on our marriage. Our marriage is totally fine, and we really love each other. <laughs> the characters do hate each other. <laughs> the characters hate each other. Okay, so one one hurt point for Rin. So that puts him at two, right? It just, like, taking, yeah. Um, I think for Esther... Um, I was going to do how the crew has grown in this session, but I was thinking it said how this character has grown in this session. So it's probably going to fall more into which character had the most meaningful, whatever. But um, the fact that Esther had to depend on the rest of the team, which she's so not comfortable with, um, I think that she would probably get a help point in, like, everybody because they all had to come through and, like, get her out of there, which she's just really uncomfortable with. Yeah. Um, I mean, to depend on everybody. I would say... Okay. 
it doesn't really go along with your identity mm-hmm. of, you know, the truth is more important than our personal mistakes, whatever, for your yeah. crew theme. Well, that's why I'm saying I don't think it falls under that. I was thinking it was more of, like, how I grew mm-hmm. in the session. Like, I thought it said character at first. So that's why I was saying this will probably be more which character had the most meaningful interaction with your character in the okay. session. And I think they all had a meaningful whatever in that they all had to come through to save yeah, me. that's a good point. But you can only do one hurt. One help point. Really? Yeah. Oh. So who you want to give it to? Who called Javi? Uh, they. Right? I think it was me. I don't think it was you. <laughs> I think he found the number, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have any help points for Ren. Okay. So I'll take a help point for Rin. There you go. <laughs> Rin gets his first help point, I think. That's not true. Unless Bill has one on him. I think I do. Gosh. I don't know why I have a help point. <laughs> I have two help no. points on everyone. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, me and Brandon and Bill work really well together. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that has never been a big lie. <laughs> really good okay what about you two we work the best together out of everyone well that's accurate you are both men what you said they work the best out of like out of all the people they work with them they work the best together all the people who work with Ren yeah I thought they were saying that like the two of them work better than the two of us Oh, no, and then you were incorrect. like, "Well, they are men," and I, I was like, I'm "Okay, <laughs> yes, we, we do get paid more." No, yeah. no, I certainly don't. I don't get paid anything. Hashtag minister salary. Oh, Bill, come on! Dang it, go on, Bill. Why? It's the one syllable thing. Renathy, come on. Nope. Tell you, Bill. You're, you're really displaying how well we work together right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my obvious. Well, it it collapsed, right? My employed by the Golden Flamingo. Yeah. So we can. So that theme is going to be gone. Um, Should I talk about that? Yeah, sure. You so what was the uh, what did you put on the flip side of it? Like last time you answered that question, so no, you're answering I put, the question of like which theme is under the most strain, right? The the theme that's under the most strain because it is now destroyed mm-hmm. when I murdered my boss, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I chose to murder him. I didn't murder him at random. Mm-hmm. Um, it says Akat introduces Bill to other Mayan gods, mm-hmm. so we haven't narratively done that yet. So I don't feel like super comfortable just <laughs> yeah. So but, like. I could be... Because it has to be mythos, doesn't it? Yeah, so I think when season two opens up, um, and we don't we don't have to like say, I'm taking this theme right now. I'm putting unemployed um, for a theme. Or um, like even when the first season opens, we don't have to know what his theme is. He might even know not know how it's manifesting, even though you like Could have I do like a resume in front of you. Like seeking mystical employment and like what I'm good at? Kneecapper, great solo worker. That would be kind of fun. I don't know if it's realistic. I mean, it still has to go along with his mythos. So I'm Akat seeking, is introducing yeah, you to different. Yeah, so Akat is like LinkedIn. 
so you you could think of it like what god has he introduced you to he hasn't yet that's the thing oh well that's what we that's like what you have to think of and we can like do it off mic oh i see what you're saying uh and you could say he's introduced me to the god of spinning fire poise and now i have an expression mythos of spitting fire out my hands or whatever yes uh but like you you are going to pick a new theme here in a little bit we don't have to do it on camera um and then even when season two starts you don't have to be like bill has a new theme and it's this you could hint at it uh bill could maybe feel its effect drawing him and then like in the heat of the moment or something like that it suddenly manifests itself and he's like oh hey i don't know how i got this or you could role play how you got it Uh, i mean it's up to you and what your character wants to do um but you had you had mentioned like the Mayan god of the four winds or something like that. I can't remember what its name was though. Um, but yeah, so think think about that and what and I can give you the mythos uh, theme cards here in a little bit for you to or theme books for you to look through and like see which one you would want to do, uh, and we can build a new theme card for you. Um, but it's going to be nascent. And so what that means is you're only going to have one tag for it. But as you gain attention, you'll get new tags and things. Um, Lame. Also, Tessa, what did you do for your theme improvement? Did you choose that yet? Mm-mm. You got your three attention? Yeah. What did you use it on? I did Because we can use it right now. I don't know. Go ahead and go to that theme card and then flip it over to the back and it gives you options for uh, what to spend your attention on. Uh, so Rin or Esther <clears throat> Faye while you're doing that uh, Zach what are you gonna what question are you gonna answer for Rin I don't know I mean like I keep wanting to say Bill is you found one so he says Bat Monsters I wanted to become Batman but I don't think it's gonna happen <laughs> I mean anything's possible let's just not let's keep it original and not copyright something anyways what are you saying um, I always want to say Bill with the help points because, like, Bill has three help points because he's the only one that helps you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I helped Esther a lot, like with the coin and stuff, but like, not a whole lot of Esther helping me. Um, did you see how bad I was hurt? <laughs> like, what did she want me to do? Uh, what about Faye? I mean, it doesn't have to be like who had the best yeah, I think interaction Faye on helped. you. It could just be who had the most impactful on you. So if you think Faye arguing with you has impacted Rin in some way that's going to change him, then like you could take, you know, I mean, you could say she has helped me for the best or you could say she has hurt me in some way. Um, but what do you want to do? That's true. Um, yeah, I mean... Me and Faye uh, have definitely had a lot of negative interactions, but like now that I think about it, I do think that um, the negative interactions kind of have culminated to like the end of the season. But to Ren, I mean, with like Ren and like Deja also, but like Ren seeing that like this crew is incredibly important to him. Um, and just the intense interactions with Ren and Faye, I definitely think it's uh, kind of helped him 
I, I think in season two you'll definitely see uh, a little bit more empathic, just a little bit, um, more empathic Ren rather than, uh, and and you'll see more of like Ren's character uh, and like his core um, after you move past the snarky, sassy uh, bits that he uses to like, so Ren, protect himself. So Ren might become more human. Yeah. More personable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, which will probably come up against the mythos that we're going to start exploring for Rin in season two, hopefully. Yep, that'll be fun. Yeah. So Tessa, what what theme improvement did you pick? I'm a little confused. I haven't done this since we actually had the rules. Yeah. Um. So I don't get to create a new power attack. You can. That's one of the options. Okay. Um, but you can also do one of those things instead. I shouldn't say also. I should say you can get a new power tag or right. you can choose one of those options. So on the new power tag one, though, it says that, like, I sense something related or prevent others from sensing something. So does a new power tag I choose have to be related to, like, perceiving things? No, that's worded weird. It should just be a new, a new power tag you get. Okay. Uh, what's your... What's the theme type? Um, expression. Up at the top, expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should just be a new, new theme because it's not like subversion or divination or something like that. Right. So it should just be a new theme tag for that. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I want to do that one because the rest okay. of them, like, um, apply to hit with all you've got and stop holding backs, and I don't ever play either of those roles okay. unless you change the games. So it doesn't make – I feel like I would never use them. Okay. So uh, you're going to choose a new power tag? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, And here in a little bit, I will give you a theme book for you to pick that out. Cool. Um, But otherwise, have have we covered everything? I think so. Is everybody good? How are you feeling about season one of Misconceptions now that we're done with it? I love it. I think it's crazy that it, it's over and it, like, we've been doing this for as long as we've been doing it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's been cool. over a year. Yeah. And like I said, like, I didn't have in mind doing seasons whenever we started this. Like, even when we were going to partnership with uh, Son of Oak, Amit was like, hey, are you going to do seasons? And I was like, I don't really want to because that's not something I was planning to do. But then I saw the benefit of doing it. So now I'm glad I did. So all that to say, season two will probably not be 32 episodes long. Or a year and a half. Yeah, or a year and a half long. It'll probably be a little bit shorter than that. Probably significantly shorter. Uh, but I don't know. I haven't done any planning for it, really. Just thoughts in my head. Nothing to pen to paper. And uh, a lot of it will be driven by characters. So if that's everything, end of episode. Oh. Logan sucks. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.